4: Middle Heavy! Hey! Behave.
5: Hi, everybody! Welcome to another edition of Haberman and Middlecoff. I'm Guy. That's John. If you're watching this on YouTube Live, that's great. Great to have you. Hit that like button. Subscribe to our channel. We appreciate that. I think we're um, what's the sub number at right here? Are we almost to seventeen thousand. I think is what we're looking at here on the YouTube. Right around the corner, guy. Yep. Right we are uh, 64 away from 17,000. So let's get
6: there, everybody. I don't like people making fun of my internet here on the chat. I pay top dollar for one gigabyte, the fastest humanly possible to get. And um, it typically is pretty good, but sometimes no issues. My, my TV's never buffer when I'm watching. I'm a streamer now. YouTube yeah. TV, Amazon yeah. Prime, no issues. Yeah. Yep. Every once in a while, the internet on what we do pisses me off but you
5: know it is what it is i saw a thread by um like a tv like a guy who's been like a long time tv kind of you know expert i don't know if he's done like in-home entertainment type stuff for people over the years or whatever but his thing was like the media has done the public a disservice by not really By by not really covering how the fact that streaming is inferior And in the long term, streaming will start to cost more, like streaming, you know, your YouTube TVs and that kind of thing. And it's not as reliable as cable is.
6: As someone that's now had YouTube TV. But you've made the dive, tell me. Yeah, I've had it for a couple of weeks. I not only think it's it's superior, I I see no difference. And uh, yeah, I've yet to, I, I haven't noticed anything. And I get all the channels. Yeah, I don't know. He thinks that long term it'll
5: it'll be more expensive it won't be any cheaper, but it won't be as reliable. Cause sometimes I'll see like YouTube service
6: interruptions, that kind of stuff. But that happens with cable too. So I don't know. Really, yeah. I don't really know. Well, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't dispute that prices will go up over time. That that one's a lock. Yeah. But the the other thing is is like part of the reason I did it was my cable bill Comcast in Walnut Creek peaked at $295. <laughs> And it was like this is including the internet, internet, right? Yeah, the internet, the cable, the whole thing. The boxes, that's you just pay extra money for boxes. Right, right. I don't know what my number is on YouTube TV, but I have it on multiple televisions. I'll have it on my computer. I, I don't I don't know if there's a number. I think I can stream it as many places as I want. I you I after you told me you got it, I went and did some Googling. I think it said like six. Does that sound right? Like YouTube. Yeah. Well, six a lot.
5: Yeah, right, like six at one
6: time, devices at one time. So if you think about it, if you wanted to do the same for Comcast, the boxes, I guess you could actually get smart TVs and download the app. Yeah, That's what I did. But in I my don't room. know how well that works. Is that just as good? Yeah, it works pretty well. Okay. Yeah, I, I've seen, I, I think this, I would guess he's a little older gentleman. I, I do think he's underestimating. Now, if you get the lowest Internet, yeah, you might have some issues. But I think in modern day society, if you're not getting the highest Internet, that's that's a you problem.
5: Well, but I do think it's still the majority of the population does not have 500 gigabits download speeds. That's right. The majority of the population. There's a reason because I asked a TV guy the other day. I was like, I know it sound. this is going to be a stupid question, but is being having a game like why is it that having a game? on ABC, NBC, or CBS is still so much more highly rated than on cable. And he's like, well, you're right. It's just it's an obvious answer because way more people still have those channels but don't have the cable channels. As crazy as it sounds, one of the reasons those are higher rated is because a lot of people have – everybody has those channels.
6: My pushback to him would be then I would guess that the demo of the Channel 10, 13, ABC, CBS – then that you, they demand having that channel skews higher, right? Oh, hundred, there's no
5: question. But, I mean, again, the question was just, why, is, is there some trick as to why those things rate higher? And he's like, nope, yeah. because more people than you think have, like, bunny ears or whatever is required.
6: And, and I, I, that makes perfect sense, and I one would imagine. And you're
5: right, everyone will have 500 gigabyte da- gigabit download speeds, but the majority of the population just doesn't right now. Well, if you think about like, did you so see when, there when some somebody who doesn't have that ask, what's the best thing for me if I don't want interruptions? You know,
6: there was a headline the other day that like by 2024, podcast revenue will be up to like four billion dollars. Yeah. Oh, I saw that. And if you think about it, I bet right now the difference between radio revenue and podcast revenue still draw it right. There's the pie chart is still heavily within radio. Yet I don't know any person like in our demos that don't consume. I run into so many people. If you just start a conversation, that lists something they're Like, how are you doing? I'm like, what do you listen to? I'll podcast. It's like, what podcast you listen to? Oh, a ton. Like it's, yeah. and, and yeah. these people are all 45 ish and younger. Like it's, it's clear where everything's skewing. Now you still need 20 years for that generation to then be the majority generation. Right. Because uh, still a lot of older people listen to radio, but you know, as Alex Mather who ran the athletic once said, We're going to bleed them dry. And while he was a little off, not because I I don't know a soul who reads a newspaper, but like, obviously athletic didn't quite wipe them out. They were ultimately purchased by a newspaper. I I do feel pretty confident that podcast is going to bleed them dry podcast incorporating with YouTube and other like, it's not, well, there's just no, it's not a fair fight. There are some things that are,
5: you can see into the future. And I would say that's,
6: and I think Mather was onto to something with newspapers. Like, I don't believe when you and I are 65, we will know a soul who gets a newspaper delivered to our house. Just
5: think of it, like, really fundamentally, right? Like, now that information moves as quickly as it does, it doesn't make sense for me to read information that was written at 10 p.m. the night before when it's 1 o'clock. Just from, like, a, a sports standpoint, there are some games that go too late for their score to get into the newspaper. Now imagine waking up in the morning, going, "What was the score of the Warriors game last night?" Well, can't find out till two o'clock today when the next edition comes out. Right, like just on a fundamental level, like you lost quickly. Well, not like it evolved. I I don't think there was. To me, there's a difference between like there were there were um, uh, tactical mistakes versus it was just impossible for the printed word to beat the digital word. It's just that there wasn't an end game. You know, I don't think there was a it wasn't like he put his army in the wrong spot. Yeah, they didn't make some tactical mistake. They just that was not going to be once this thing came. Once the bullet came along, the bow and arrow, there was no like uh, if we market the bow and arrow right. Oh, baby, we'll show the, the handgun or run for its money. Like, nah, it just it couldn't
6: it just yeah. it couldn't. Well, part of it right is why do you have to have it in by 9? Why couldn't well, I could never deliver the newspapers at 5 yeah, the, the way printer. we have to print them out. We yeah. got to
5: print them. We got to go to the printer and then some kid on a bike's got to ride him through the neighborhood. <laughs> I don't like the future where the kid on a bike just throws cell phones at every door. What about
6: know, this newspapers depended to their success basically every single human back in like the 60s and 70s first job. What'd
4: you do? Deliver newspapers. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Things change, that's no, all. No, it, it was a good run. I used to love reading a good
5: newspaper. So did I. Uh, I was at a, a restaurant the other day. It said computers and non... What's the dog called where it's a helpful dog? Uh,
6: comp- uh, Support dog, support yeah, animal. Like
5: non-support animal. Like, you get this part of the patio. Like, just you're over here in the shitty part of the patio because people with computers just sit there for hours. Then I just thought, what if I'm reading the newspaper on my computer... I can't sit in the good area, but if I had a newspaper, nobody would kick me out.
6: You know, when we were flying back from Nashville, heavy delays because of a crazy rainstorm. And as we we were on the plane getting delayed from Nashville to Dallas, this guy's like, yeah, they're often, you know, because of crazy, you know, just rainstorms that last an hour, but delay everything in Dallas and things always get pushed back. Yeah. Well, by the time we finally got to, you know, Phoenix International, a dog had obviously been delayed, you know, wherever. So the dog, really, and the dog couldn't make it. And you know, on a stretch, we just, just sat down and took a huge dump because the emotional support animal there was nowhere for it to go to the bathroom.
5: <laughs> they don't take and, it into the bathroom at the airplane.
6: Well, it was walking, you know. Yeah, I don't oh. know. As Joe Rogan had a good point because he was talking about hey, he had this family friend who's a teacher and there's a furry at the school and the furry means you th- you identify as an animal and they right. put a litter box and Rogan was like I don't think people realize if we could teach animals to go to the bathroom in the toilet obviously we all would and I was like I've never thought about it like that but he's right like you don't want to have your dog go shit on someone else's grass they would just take him to the bathroom right have you ever seen a dog when
5: they're taking a shit you know, they—they so their they, weakest they look, moment. So they—they look at you, they can make eye contact with you because they're they're counting on you to look out for them. But if they had a door, they could close and
6: lock. They would just be looking at their cell phone like the rest of them. Uh, I know. Bring an iPad. <laughs> where are you going? Uh, where are you going, Rufy? Uh, I'll be back in ten. <laughs> uh, just looking at the adoptions.
4: You know, I recognize anybody.
6: (laughs) Meanwhile, the furries going on the uh, litter box. (laughs) The Julie's like, you know, there's a bathroom right here. You know, it's like you don't have to do it this way. No, they stole all my they stole my toys while I was in the fucking litter box. (laughs) Yeah, if the cat could, it would. You know.
5: Uh, Also, if you listen to the podcast, go there, give us five stars, give us a review. We appreciate that. If you give us two stars and a review, uh, we'll probably read that one too in the mailbag. But we prefer five. We really appreciate that. Uh, We are sponsored by our friends at Tito's Handmade Vodka, Tito's Handmade Vodka, uh, unofficially the official drink of um, Aaron Judge. uh, I was going to say Mike Pereira, but of Aaron Judge's uh, next contract. Definitely the official uh, drink of Aaron Judge's next contract. Uh, Yeah, man, Tito's Handmade Vodka. Right now you can go and uh, get a bottle wherever you want and you're going to get the highest quality but you're not going to pay the highest price because at Tito's, John. You're not paying for the bottle. They're not painting it with by hand. They're not uh, frosting the bottle. There's not some, some multi-million dollar design company that did it. It's the same label Tito made in 1994 when he invented the shit. And now he's just producing the great vodka all over the world.
6: I, I think when I think of Tito... And I think of Tito's, and I think of Tito beverage. I think of and you Kiss. think of Tito's daily too. Yeah, keep it simple, stupid, and yeah. that's what Tito's did. Great product, very simple. Masses love it. Number one vodka in America, like a rocket ship. Everywhere you go, someone if they're drinking vodka, they're drinking Tito's. I, I don't care, from California to New York, down to Bama, up to Seattle. I mean, everywhere. That's why they're number one in America. They've been supporter of this podcast now two years running. We feel honored and uh, grateful humbled and just we're users so we, we we were also can't wait to have another drink of tito that's right
5: over 20 years ago tito's made a 25 year anniversary now he uh, started by slanging it at the, he was just giving it away someone say hey, tito can you come can you come give your vodka away at a fundraiser and tito said sure i'll do that because that's the kind of guy he is tito's company still big big fundraisers and um and people started loving it it started to spread and spread and spread and and now it's the uh, unanimous Judge Choice Double Gold Medal winner at the World Spirits Competition, the Chairman's Trophy for the world's best vodka tonic. For recipes and more, visit titosvodka.com. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. 40% alcohol by volume. Namely 80 proof. Crafted
4: to be savored responsibly. How about a little background there,
6: huh? That oh, looks sweet.
5: Uh, we are also brought to you by Manscaped, everybody. Manscaped. Brian Dayballs. Keep them game day ready at manscaped.com. With the promo code HAM1, HAM of the number one, you get 20% off and free shipping.
6: Lawnmower 4.0s, weed whackers, ball preservers, uh, ball deodorant, they have it all. But I, I, I think what they're most known for is right there the Lawnmower 4.0 LED lighting, USB power cord. Uh, the trimming is incredible, the smooth trim, it's not loud. And I think most importantly, for those of us, our, our generation guy that Way back in the day, you had to have a plug, so you had to plug in a little something, and mm-hmm. hopefully it wrap to the toilet, or sometimes you'd have to grab like a trash can. You know, this thing's wireless. How, how do you beat it? That's right. Wireless. The 4.0 body trimmer and weed whacker nose and
5: ear hair trimmer feature both. They feature the proprietary advanced skin safe technology to protect your delicate parts. Both are waterproof. So that's the other thing that's great with having it be wireless. So now you can keep scaping even as the weather's changing. In addition to shaving, you can completely upgrade your shower routine as well with the ultra premium body wash and ultra premium two-in-one shampoo plus conditioner. You'll have your skin and hair feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. So go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code HAM1. That's HAM, numeral one. Um, uh, Well, what's H? uh, uh, Hollow ALPHA, MARY, ONE. Uh, I don't know what H is really, but twenty percent off, free shipping Manscaped when you use Ham One Manscaped. Clear out the leaves; it's your tree trunks' time to shine. You ever see the new Top Gun? No, almost watched. It. The guy next to me was watching it on the plane that day. I said, "How was it?" He said, second time I've
6: watched it today." I was like, "Damn, <laughs> a lot of time on was asked. <laughs> yeah, uh, he said it's good. Is it good? I haven't seen it. Oh, I wonder. Did he buy it? How did he watch it on the plane? iPad
5: watch it no it was on the it
6: was the free it was a free movie yeah free movies on southwest uh, top gun maverick I told, I told you well i knew they had to- i knew they had free free content but it's usually like braveheart you know the matrix number one you know i was like was- <laughs> I, was- <laughs> I didn't know they they i mean that's that's maverick That's the internship yeah i mean play
5: the hits henry henry Elf. says scott uh Hilo says brad i just read online it says hotel hotel for h i don't know Hilo. I like Hilo. Call signs? Yeah. Hilo. Hilo Victor. Hilo Victor Foxtrot.
6: I actually, on our, uh, I was on our page, and, you know, sometimes the algorithm just throws you all sorts of things. One of the videos, and I clicked on it, was pirate ship mistakes, uh, like, uh, you know, what's a building? No, ship carrying, you know, like a bunch of stuff, like the carrying ships. They thought it was, you know, they were going to rob a cargo ship. Turned out it was an aircraft carrier, but it just, you know, they had taken like a cargo type ship, so you couldn't quite tell. They got, the pirates gave up pretty quick.
5: (laughs) (laughs) That's the case of mistaken identity.
6: Yeah. I don't think it was obvious, like there weren't guns hanging off, so they thought it was like a cargo ship or something. You know, they did not think it was a a Spanish aircraft carrier, and they lost quick.
5: I've stumbled into a few of those YouTubes. It'll have like 13 million views. It'll be like the most powerful jet engine ever created. I'm like, oh, I'll watch this for eight minutes. And these videos are doing. It'll be the same deal. Like, you know, the worst pirate attempt takeover ever. How many?
6: I bet that thing had seven million views. What oh, video that ton! One? I love a good like the, the 17 craziest alligator attacks. Like, in. <laughs>
5: uh, all right, John let's uh, let's talk some uh, let's talk some ball. Uh, for those of you listening to this podcast or not watching it live, it is Thursday afternoon. Thursday night football is tonight. Most of you consuming this by the numbers Thursday night football is probably already done, but whatever we can. Here's a little Thursday night tribute question for you. But this, this trivia question works after Thursday night because, um, the football team is entering this game. What are they? One and four. One, one and four. Five, yep. One, one four. and So four, even yeah. if, even if riverboat Ron wins tonight, he'll be two and four Ron Rivera, John, I think the pirates should attack riverboat. What, is, what, what? Do, yeah, there's no, there's no secret uh, attack they're gonna get from them. Uh, what do you think? I don't know the best way to ask this. I'll just say this to you: Do you know how many Coach of the Year awards Ron Rivera has?
6: I mean, the way you said it, he feels like he has more than one. That's correct. He has two. He has two. Do you know how many winning seasons he has? Well. The only reason I would guess the number would be lower because when David Tepper was trying to justify the disaster that was his football team, he kind of took some shots at Ron, basically saying they've never had back-to-back winning seasons. So I wonder if the Cam Newton era was probably a little more splashy than it was just some consistent powerhouse. So I would say winning seasons, I'll go with four.
5: Uh, Close, but too high. The answer is three. So this is year 12 as an NFL head coach. He has two coach of the year awards and three winning seasons. You're right. They've never had he he has never had back-to-back winning seasons. 12 and 4, 7 and 8, 15 and 1, 6 and 10, 11 and 5, 7 and 9. He is 91-86 and 1 for his career going into Thursday night football. So he's five games over 500 going into Thursday night football. But I mean, think about those winning seasons. He never went Nine and seven. He went 12 and 4. He went 15 and 1. He Not went enough. eleven and five. So when he won, he won big.
6: But I don't I would did guess that. Did Cam Newton only make the playoffs three times, or did they make it one of the years they went like eight and eight or something?
5: Uh, yeah. So they made it a year they went seven and eight and one. Seven, eight, and one. Down and year. They and, won- the and they won a playoff game that year.
6: And then they made it another year. Well, but guy, you know why they won that playoff game? Because I remember watching it. Carson Palmer tore his ACL, and then whoever the backup was got hurt as well. So they played an Arizona Cardinal team who was awesome. And remember, Carson Palmer is going to win the MVP in like. Was it like Jeff Smoker? Who was the guy from... Like, Feels like late n- late November or early December, he tears ACL. And I'm pretty sure the guy that ended up starting that playoff game was Ryan Lindley. Oh, Ryan Lindley. From San Diego State, who actually I just saw on my timeline within the last week. They're like, welcome our new quarterback coach. San Diego State added a quarterback coach, Ryan Lindley, like in the middle of the season. So mm. weird shit going on. A lot of yeah, different It's been a, <laughs> been a
5: bad year for them. Been a bad year for them. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. The, those are the um, he made the playoffs another time with a sub 500 or a yeah,
6: sub 500 record. You know, what's frax- is- so sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Well, thinking about San Diego State, you know, the punter who got cut right At before the season. A,
5: yeah. yeah.
6: Romo dropped a line the other day. Like, I think they have like eight punts on the season. The bills like when they blow people out, they don't punt. They've mm-hmm. had multiple games a season when they don't punt. So you could argue the punter as necessary for them. Easy decision. Looking back part ways i guess but it's possible that they would be punting more i guess i mean
5: you're gonna get to the playoffs and it might matter
6: you're gonna need a punter for sure
5: (laughs) and it's gonna be like everyone know what they're doing like not really coach we never do this
6: so i would imagine anyone who's coached longer than a decade and definitely 12 plus seasons three winning seasons total is a is a record right on the low end
5: it's got to be Maybe there's someone out there who won it once and that was their only winning season. But
6: what would you twice? guess Andy is out of like 24 seasons winning seasons? 18. <sighs> Man, I honestly, I it might be like 20. Is it 24? Is that the number of winning se- of of um, overall seasons he's coached? It was a little high. He started in '99, so it might be 23. Do you think Andy? Well, he does. I was going to say more in Kansas City. I mean, I don't think he's ever had a losing season in Kansas City. Kansas City, 11 and 5, 9 and 7, 11 and 5, 12 and 4, 10 and 6, 12 and 4, 12 and 4, 14 and 2, 12 and 5. He's 4 and 1. Well, what, was, what did you just name? Like nine years? Yeah. Well, he's only one in Kansas City. In Philly, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine out
5: of 14. So, so five. He, he,
6: he underachieved in Philly?
5: Yeah. But he did go to, what, three conference championship games? Uh, Five. Five conference championship games. Yeah.
6: Do you think he'll ever have a losing season as long as Patrick Mahomes is healthy? No.
5: And even if Patrick Mahomes has to miss multiple games.
6: His record, he's developing, a he's just, he is over 700 winning percentage in Kansas City. That's pretty good. Wow. I mean, what's Ron's winning percentage? Like four, four hundred?
5: Well, no, it's barely over five hundred because he's had those three. Because he's never been, he's rarely three and thirteen, and his good years have been so far above five hundred that he's still five games over five hundred, even though he's had nine losing seasons and three winning
6: seasons. Well, think about this guy: fifteen and one. That's fourteen. That's plus fourteen. So you could have you could have five, six, and ten seasons, right? And still, you know, kind of be right at the balance. Right, right. Like you could have four, six, and 10 seasons and you're basically even. Minus two, yeah. (laughs) So crazy. In fairness, 15 and one is an incredible football season. Incredible year. Yeah, it's incredible.
5: But I heard David Lombardi or uh, Michael Lombardi make the point like they they were bad last year. They came in this year, didn't fire us, didn't change a single coach. So he's basically saying players just got to play better. Hashtag loyalty, bro. Yeah, well, there's something to be said for that too. All right, uh, so there's your Thursday night or Friday. You can use that Friday. You can use that this weekend. That stat is going to hold, I think, this year, John. I think that stat's going to hold this year. Uh, So think
6: Kyle's Kyle's below the Mendoza line. No,
5: he's 500. Oh, he is. I think Shanahan hit 500 with that big win over the big
6: chance for Shanahan to get over 500 for his career. Right? No, 42, 44. So, are you counting? Is that count postseason games? That's just postseason. He's a winner, four and two. Regular okay, season,
5: so, 42 right, and so, 44. So it must be that if he's 4-2 and two and he's two games under regular season, then it's just
6: 500 if you include the postseason, right? He's at 86 games. I, I do think he's got to find a way once he gets to that 100 to be, you know, like 55 and 45, right? Right. Yeah, I you agree. You can't just be like 50 and 50. He's good. But you I, know, start racking up games. But you're not giving him the playoffs. He'd be 500 if you count the playoffs. He's 46 and 46 if you count the playoffs. But I think historically most people separate the two. don't you or no uh i do think historically you you separate the two yeah because like bill belichick is chasing whatever shula that's just regular season
5: wins which has never made sense to me you won the game you played the game you win more games by going to the playoffs now you could argue there's more playoff games blah 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 but there's more regular season games too not i mean just one i guess kyle has got
6: a ways to go to catch Bill at two ninety two and one forty six. How about John Madden's win percentage? Does he have a shot at that? I don't think so. No. Remember that stat? Did you see the the video or the uh, the locker rooms? John's building in Cal Poly. I just saw that it was a story. Yeah, incredible. It's a lot. Of, what is it, like twenty million or how much? How I much? mean, it looks. I would say every bit of equivalent is like Alabama, LSU, or Georgia. Like honestly, it feels like that level for Cal Poly. Very honored, lucky to have him. His even his wife said when he got his first job, like in the NFL or college job, he kind of just shunned everyone with the Eagles. And then he like got fired and he kind of needed people back at Cal Poly and they gave him a home. So he always felt like uh, he felt the soft spot for them. And he probably needed to give some money away for tax reasons with the, you know, money distribution. Yeah. Yeah.
5: You wonder, like, why didn't do that before he passed? But maybe that had something to do with it. Uh, All right, John, coming up this weekend, the 49ers play the. Atlanta Falcons. And, um, <laughs> well, I tell you, this team, I said it the other day. I know it doesn't fire you up, but they've lost to the Bears and the Broncos. So take no opponent lightly.
6: Um, they lost the Atlanta Falcons the year they went to the Super Bowl. Remember Julio Jones yeah. walk off? Yeah, I do remember. struck that ball over. What was the guy? Oh, Don uh,
5: Meredith. No, <laughs> when when Drake Greenlaw made the play, Don, Dan buns that was the, the anti Dan Buns yeah. play.
6: that was the reason they were in that position. That's right.
5: Uh, rare advantage for the 49ers. We think rare. We'll see. But there's uh, one big reason why this is a must win game for the 49ers, because they don't get many chances like this.
6: We'll think about next week. They're at a huge disadvantage because usually it's like, well, wh- who's our quarterback? Who's their quarterback? Next week is Jimmy Garoppolo and their quarterback's Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> so that's that's disadvantage 49ers. Advantage Andy and Patrick. Like they're going back to back weeks. Jimmy Garoppolo versus Baker Mayfield. Advantage 49ers. Last week was clear. I mean, Jimmy's in a different universe than Baker. Now I think, I don't know where you stand on this. Mariota is clearly just a more even keel human being, but I would say he's a better player currently today than Baker is. Now, Baker's highs a couple years ago were better than anything Mariota did, but like what I saw out of Mariota against Tampa, like and just watching the Falcons a little bit this year is a better player than Baker. I would rather have Mariota on the field for my team than Baker Mayfield. That being said, he's still a bottom part of it is just, I mean, the first 15, 16 quarterbacks are pretty good. Like he's a bottom seven, eight quarterback in the NFL. And as we've talked about, Jimmy's squarely probably smack dab in the middle about 16, but he's better than Mariota. So the Niners have a better passing quarterback than the Atlanta Falcons. And they're missing, you know, a guy that I don't know if he's a quote unquote star yet, but, you know, Kyle Pitts be out, you know, better Ridley suspended. (laughs) I would
5: say I would less I would rather play Baker in a single game than play Marcus Mariota in a single game. Just because of his element of athleticism.
6: Who would you rather have on your team?
5: Yeah, I'd rather have Marcus Mariota on my team. Yeah, yep. And I think their coach, like off, like they just fi- Carolina just fired their coach. Atlanta offensively actually feels like, you know, they're they're band-aiding a few things because, like you said, Pitts is out. But I mentioned this on the last pod. When you watch Atlanta, like if you go back and watch the Atlanta Bucks game, and they were down twenty-one to nothing, but clearly Arthur Smith. Just he know he is not he he knows what he's a smart offensive coach I think that's clear when you watch them like they they're creative they try to make the most of Mariota but there are limitations and one of the main limitations is just the straight drop back accuracy game with him is just not when I say drop back I just mean the passing game it's a lot of it pistol play action whatever but they just they miss throws in
6: their passing game right they're just inconsistent in their passing game I think the difference. Because, I mean, two NFC South teams that are not going to win a lot of games going to be drafting really high. It does feel like Arthur Smith is a legitimate offensive NFL guy, right? Like, he's an offensive yeah, NFL well guy. Is he a good head coach? You know, time will tell. Also does feel a little bit, though, are they kind of stuck in that Panthers? Mariota's a little bit better than anything the Panthers have had. Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield. But, like, ultimately, they're never going to suck that much. What Are they kind of in no man's land? Like, how do they ever... Kind of gotta get lucky. I mean, last year they drafted the kid from Cincinnati, Ritter. To me, he's a backup. Yeah. You know, this year, well, clearly there's a lot worse teams than them. Like they, they're what would you say they're trending toward? Five, six wins, probably draft an eighth, not second.
5: But but to me, that can be okay. I mean, the three best young quarterbacks in the league are Herbert, Allen, and Mahomes, and none of those guys were the first quarterbacks. Were any of them the second quarterbacks taken? I don't think so in their drafts,
6: right? So, but what's the chances that you end up with a guy like that?
4: No, right?
5: I understand, but I'm just saying if you're drafting eighth and you have a little bit of – if you're drafting eighth and you have a good coach, a good offensive coach, then I think you'll have a shot at getting somebody. But you're right. It's a tough spot. You're
6: saying their future is brighter in Carolina? I mean, Carolina, um, fine. Sure well, I mean – October 7th. Like I would say
5: Pitts and Drake London both look good. Got to be healthy. Both are – now, Panthers have good receivers too, but the Falcons' receivers are younger. So I would give them like that's partly. I mean, Carolina's defense is better, right? Um, But so
6: basically, if you could take the
5: Panthers, I do think they might have defense. to coach. So they're ahead of that. They're ahead from that standpoint.
6: But the problem is, you you know, this is year two. Like all, we could be by year four here in a couple of years, and he's like never won more than seven games. It's just it's hard. Yeah. No, you can definitely get mired. I saw Josh McCown has started like
5: contributing to the underdog podcast. He's doing like a pod- video podcast. And it made me think like, is David Te- like clearly the Texans wanted to hire McCown a couple times and passed on him a couple times. So now he's like getting his, he's going to start talking, you know? And, um, I wonder if David Tepper would hire him. Cause he's going to watch Josh McCown videos and there's going to be like some, you know, someone else tried to hire him, but didn't have the balls to. Are
6: you sure, though? Because it feels like Temper just picks up the Charlotte Observer. Could, that's true.
5: Could be that. I'm just saying he's going to want no, to go I outside know. the box, be a smart guy. You're right. He did yell at the newspaper columnist.
6: But anyway, just an aside. Um, He's more likely to read the Charlotte Observer than like, hey, man, I saw your takes on YouTube. Fucking incredible. Yeah. <laughs> they, got, they got suggested to me while I was watching some shorts. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo right now has
5: five touchdowns and one interception which is an outrageous ratio, right? Last year, he was 20 touchdowns and 12 picks. So that's worse than two touchdowns For does get Conception. credit
6: for Debo breaking three tackles and juking out. But, that's, but he right always right.
5: does. Like To I me, the know. five is not the number. It's the one. The one is the number with Garoppolo. The one is the number with Garoppolo. And he's, what, started three games. So if you told me how many games are left, they've uh, three
6: and two. Right, they're three and two. So there's uh, eleven more, uh, twelve more games left. There's seventeen game season. Twelve games left. So if that would
5: mean at this rate, one pick every three starts, he throws five total interceptions. That
6: seems unlikely. But yeah. well, he's got know. a multiple pick game in him.
5: Yeah, but but every quarter. But that's the thing. Every quarterback does. Every quarterback has. Well, a
6: when the when we overreacted, you know. Listen, that's unfair. When we reacted to the Denver game, because we can just react two games. And I think sometimes, like, overreaction. Well, your overreaction if you're saying fire a guy, cut a guy, or extend a guy after one game. But if you get excited or angry or, you know, up or down on the game, that is okay because you are just reacting to the event. And the Denver game, remember, we were throwing, like, is this guy going to get to 20 touchdowns? And on this pace, if he could get to the high 20s, I mean, last year they made the conference championship, and what he throw, 24 touchdowns, 22 to 23? If somehow on God's green earth, he could get to 30 touchdowns. Last year it was 20 regular season. Jesus. I guess he missed a couple starts, huh? But yeah. still, if he could get to like 29 touchdowns, that would take a little burden off the run game, and it would just make them more explosive offense. And to me, it would, less than the run game, it would take a burden off the defense, which is, last time I checked, some players. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
5: you would rather, if you said, I I can tell you one number and you can predict the night of season off of this, Jimmy's touchdowns or Jimmy's interceptions, you'd rather know his touchdown number? Would I rather get to pick it or would I get to know it? Well, yeah. which What's more telling? Because if you told me he throws 29 touchdowns, I'd go, okay, he probably throws 12 to 13 picks and maybe that's okay. But if you told me he throws seven interceptions, which feels unlikely, but if you told me that, I'd be like, how are they not good?
6: Yeah, I think you would choose the smaller interception number for sure.
5: But but can they can is that is playing it safe all year long enough for them to win? Well, it's I not. Mean, it's the they,
6: thing that I talked about. They they're, they're going to play too many explosive quarterbacks to play it safe. You, you can't. He's not going to be able to have like through a touchdown, through a pick against Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes and be like, "Yeah, they won." to I mean, three the, Bucks, the Bucks, the have played some of those games, right? Low-scoring games. I well, that might be a bad example because their defenses are both. That, that well, okay,
5: could, Kansas City, the Rams next, the Chargers.
6: I, I would say one thing about the Chargers—they do score some points. Whenever I'm looking up, they, they do yeah. some weird shit, and they might lose. But like even last game, it was thirty to twenty-eight. Right? I mean, you're not Cardinals. Their offense is really sputtered, but uh, Hopkins is coming back. Right F- next yeah. week. Saints, Dolphins, Bucks. Did you say Mark and Marquise Brown statistically has had a good season? He, Marquise listen, Brown, they are throwing him the ball nonstop and he's catching it. He's got like over 70% of his targets are catches. Well, you would say that like once Hopkins comes back, assuming he's just solid still, Hopkins, Marquise. And I mean, I watched some of that Eagle game. I mean, Ertz still okay. And that's and Kyler just he missed a pass late in the game. I had a buddy in the NFL who must have been like writing up players and just sent me the pass. It was second down on the drive where he slid and spiked the ball and that disaster hurts wide open. Would have got him in field goal range, like even much closer and Kyler just fucking sails it way over, which was it like clean pocket or was he on the move or what was the deal? Complete clean, just a uh, type Herbert Mahomes Allen just drills, you know, like a it's like a 35 yard throw, but it's probably like a 16 yard gain. Kyler. I mean, Shaquille O'Neal in his prime jumping wouldn't have tipped the ball. But Something in fairness, a... that, the one thing is, like, Jimmy might make that miss too. Kyler is pretty bad. I I, I would say right now, not trying to get ahead of ourselves, anything minimum one-and-one one against the Cardinals is the minimum. Is the minimum this year. 0-2 last year.
5: Uh, Cardinals, Saints, Dolphins, Bucks, Seahawks, Commanders, Raiders, Cardinals. So you'd say Falcons... Then I'd say Saints, Seahawks. I would say Seahawks, but maybe you would disagree. Commanders. um, And maybe Dolphins, you have a better quarterback in those games.
6: Matthew Stafford's resume speaks for itself. He's been yep. a much better player than Jimmy. He's been atrocious this season. And Jimmy's already outplayed him once. Did you see yesterday? Jimmy has Jimmy's defense, though. That's part of it, right? The Stafford injury, has to play Jimmy's defense. The the injury report, You know, we were talking the other day about the Rams can't afford... Cup and Donald, both foot injuries, like their season would be over if those guys miss games. Wow. did they? So they missed practice on Wednesday? They missed practice on Wednesday. I saw a Cup, probably going to play, but, you know, it wasn't just like, you know, that rest day. It's was like, no, they have foot injuries.
5: Jimmy threads crazy needles and will also miss a wide-open post. Yeah, Jimmy, he just throws some 50-50 balls on slants. Not a lot of guys throw 50-50 balls like, 50-50 balls usually means it's in the air high. You Jimmy's would throw
6: Jimmy ball. does not have is just like uh, the back shoulder stop throw. You know, like Brady, Manning, got the high-level guys made a career of. Well, because no one's going deep. The DB's
5: not worried about it. Don't you have to be worried about the guy going deep for that throw to work? Probably true. Yeah. I don't know.
6: It's a good It's a good point. Like, you don't really see that throw. And if he does, if it does happen, you're like, oh, Jimmy was just way off. And great play by Kittle. Or Ayuk, <laughs> or Jennings, because you said back shoulder. He he does go back hip a lot. Yeah.
5: On you know on slants or whatever, he has thrown some tight windows. No question. He's he made, and there were a lot of clips of the L twenty two going around the other day on the internet. He made
6: some really good throws.
5: He did. The other day against the Panthers.
6: I know this. Jimmy has, in the driver's seat of being potentially able to make himself some cash. I don't think anyone, if he had a great season and the Niners won, anyone's given him some like $100 million contract again. But I don't think it'd be out of the realm of possibility to easily get some like two for 60, 45 guaranteed type thing. Right. Well,
5: we did a, we talked about it on the podcast the other day, teams that are regretting not getting Garoppolo. And isn't it funny? It happens every year. You go through the list and you go, okay, who needs a quarterback? And it'll be one team. And then here we are six weeks later it's like six teams. So you're right. All it takes. And everybody already went through one off season where they said, uh, now here, this season hasn't played out for Garoppolo yet, but everybody's already gone through the season when they try to band aid it. Not all of these teams are going to be able to get quarterbacks Are the Steelers going to be bad hmm. and then go into next year with Kenny Pickett as their starter. I don't know. I mean, Kenny's still
6: got a whole a lot of season left, so maybe he'll get better. Yeah, I, I think Kenny Pickett's safe for a couple of years. You don't draft a guy number twenty and he doesn't get a couple of years. Yeah, so they're going to be bad again, or he'll be
5: better. I don't know. I mean, well, they, to, what if they're so bad that they end up picking in the top three this
6: year? Which to feels me the, unlikely. To, to me, the, to me the two teams. I think the Giants have some financial shit they got to deal with, but like Davis Mills is, I've watched some. He's kind of coming back to earth. Yeah, I think the Texans and the the Giants. You know, especially if they think they have a nucleus of like, you know, another year of drafted a bunch of guys, would this be like quote unquote overpay, like that two for 60 or maybe give them a th- kind of fake three year deal at like 80 million? But it's like they're offering him $45 million guaranteed or just some number that's really, really high. And he gets to be a lock starter. Right. Because the one thing you know with him, even if you, if you bring him in
5: and you draft a quarterback at the second round, that guy is not going to take his job. The guy's not gonna beat Jimmy out, right? No chance. And if for some crazy reason let's say Jimmy gets hurt, that guy comes in, plays five games and is good, you don't have to worry about Jimmy being on your bench. Like he'll be fine.
6: Well, will right? handle the situation he, well. No matter let's say this thing goes really well and the Niners are a 12 win team, win the division, win a playoff game, uh, or just you know, compet- maybe they lose in the playoffs in round two or three, but it's not like Jimmy's good. What do they do? You know, I, I think they yeah, gotta compete for services, right? I think they do have to
5: compete for his services. (laughs) Yes, they might have to compete for his services. But part of that, you know, you didn't even mention what is the recovery on Trey Lance like? Because remember, Jimmy didn't get traded because no one was 100% sure how his shoulder was going to recover from the surgery. Well, if you're the Niners, can you let Jimmy go until you're
6: 100% sure that Trey Lance is fully recovered from his surgery? Well, do you remember that... uh... Dak Prescott, who had a similar injury, they uh, remember he was kind of hit or miss in that OTAs when hard knocks. Yes, it was like a point. So and that that was not OTA. I mean, that was training camp, right? So I would imagine Dak Prescott did not participate in OTAs. Can the Niners afford to have a no OTA just training camp? Let Jimmy walk. Trey Lance just starts coming back off the injury. That seems Un- kind of crazy. Unknown how he's recovered
5: and if he's any better as a player. But I will say this the counter would be, well, they were prepared to go into, th- as long as they know that he's healthy, they were prepared to go into this season with
6: Trey. So shouldn't they be prepared to go into next season with Trey? I think it immediately changes, though, after an injury and just some more time, which gets just more negative, gives you, a, it, it makes you think a little more. Yeah, I agree. I agree.
5: A question, this comes from Barney. Hold on, where'd it go? How do I put this up? Can you see it? You're not seeing that, right? No. Barney gave us $17.50. I'm trying to put his goddamn question up here. Canadian? Uh, No, this looks American, John. But it's uh, uh, Barney Fubble says, McCaffrey, who would you like to see the Niners go after? There's been a lot of now that the Panthers are or uh, without coach, Uh, a lot of talk about Christian McCaffrey, who I think has missed like 22 games the previous two seasons combined. I mean, it's a massive number, and he's very expensive. Um, So the immediate joke was, well, obviously the Rams can afford him somehow.
6: (laughs) But uh, McCaffrey to the Niners? That's a no for me, Doug. I think they need to allocate their resources on – I just keep hammering those lines, guy hammering the lines you're de- talking about like i'm talking
5: because this guy's I'm, talking like a trade i think is what yeah, people well are
6: i'm about, not you know? trading a third or fourth round pick for a massive contract if i'm doing that i'm trading a pick for a guard or a defensive lineman i saw some people like brian burns you know the guy they drafted a couple years ago yeah. florida state i'll be a little surprised if Tepper allows him to just trade their three or four young good players like DJ Moore, like, wait, they're going to trade like their only good wide receiver Like, is that just what you want to be doing right now. When you got a lot of moving parts. I I think you just kind of take a deep breath.
5: Well, uh, yeah, I, I, I think you're right because um, you're going to play next year. Like next year we'll be mm-hmm. here when you hire a new coach and whatever, when I got a new coach mid January, late January, depending on right. It's, it's October, it's mid October, November, December. It's going to be a whole new era of Panthers football in three and a half months. You know, we'll, we'll think
6: about this like, and it's a natural reaction because, like, who can be had? And people list like they're four sweet players: Derek Brown, Brian Burns, McCaffrey's kind of a throw-in. I, I think most even casual fans realize, like, you know, he's kind of damaged goods at this point. DJ Moore. Well, let's just use the Lions as an example. Let's pretend Dan Campbell wasn't new; he was old, and he just got fired tomorrow. People. Would they trade Panay Sewell? Right? Would they trade, like, could could Hutchinson be had? Could Amad St. Brown be had? No, those are like they have like five good players. Wouldn't you fucking keep them? Isn't that the point of sports? You just, you just drafted a couple guys high or hit mid-round picks. Keep those players. I'll never go back, I'll never forget Harbaugh. Most teams would have been like, let's just get rid of some of these guys. No, they just kept them all, even as they sucked. He got there and they won. That's best case. Chip, somewhat of an example, showed up. There were some pieces in place. And the next year, he made the playoffs. Yeah, with the Eagles, like I would trade nobody on McCaffrey. I'd be willing to trade if I was the Panthers. Right, get rid of that contract. None of the other highly drafted guys who were good, like yeah, DJ Moore. No, we're good. We're gonna keep him around. Derek Brown. Yeah, we kind of like him on our defensive line. Now, when the Niners eventually traded to Forrest Buckner, they got back the. 14th overall pick. So it's like, yeah, we're not just giving him to you. Like, yeah, we'll just take your a two and a three. Sweet. For you.
4: Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it.
5: Let's talk about uh, that, actually, since you mentioned DeForest Buckner in the 14th overall pick. The 49ers used that 14th overall pick in 2022 on Javon Kinlaw. It was the fourth year in a row that the 49ers took alignment in the top 15 of the draft. Solomon Thomas, third, 2017. 2018, Mike McGlinchey, ninth. 2019, Nick Bosa, second. And 2022, Javon Kinlaw went 14th. Um, For those of you watching, I have here the official practice report, injury report for the 49ers, did not practice. Thursday's did-not-practice list. Eric Armstead, Nick Bosa, Javon Kinlaw, okay? Emmanuel Mosley, Jimmy Ward, Trent Williams. None of that is breaking news to anybody, but um, of those guys, the Javon Kinlaw injury is the least surprising. When you go back to the draft, and we've talked about his knee before, Look at this old – I found this old article, John. While no team failed Kinlaw's physical at the combine, NFL media's Ian Rappaport and Tom Pelissero reported that multiple teams flagged his knees, plural, as at risk of arthritis. Okay? Uh, um. Now, I don't – you know, uh, this is not a bust or not a bust conversation. Javon Kinlaw is going to try to continue his career, and who knows what comes next. But I, I think it's pretty clear at this point, the Niners – this this has failed. The 14th overall pick on Javon Kinlaw. Now he's coming into the year in which you're going to have to f- pick up a fifth-year option this offseason. But between Thomas, McGlinchey, Kinlaw, three out of four, they hit Bosa. They have not drafted linemen well. Now you could argue on McGlinchey, we could debate, right? He's been their starter at right tackle for 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. So
6: five-year start at right tackle. Well, Thomas, I mean, blew out his quad and missed some time that's, last That's year. true. No, no,
5: that's true. But my point is, like, he hasn't – at minimum, he's been a starter. Like, Solomon Thomas was not even that. Yeah. When he's healthy, he starts. The problem with that one, though, is that the next pick was Colton Miller, who has been a much better tackle. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Is that fair yes. to say?
6: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: So, they have not – now, they got Bosa, but they have not drafted this position well, and a big part of that Was this Kinlaw pick? It's it's not that he was a hurt guy now who no one thought could be hurt. This what some people worried about coming into the draft is what has turned out to be the problem with him, and they made a mistake.
6: Well, I'd have to ask one of my trainer buddies in the league, like if this means the same thing. What I was told is teams had red flagged him for a degenerate knee, and I would guess either they're the same thing or they parallel each other. Degenerate knee turns into arthritis, pain, non-functional, right? And think about last year. People, oh, he had a knee problem. Well, what happened? Oh, he went, he got it fixed. Dr. Trash got microfractory, ACL, the whole thing. Well, the problem clearly is not fixed. And someone, I, I, I sarcastically tweeted out, I quoted like Mayoko's practice report, like, is his career over? Kind of sarcastically, but kind of like, is this it? Like, is he just an enable body? like if if your wall is rotting because of water damage or whatever, and you know what it's like, the color changes. Well, if I just take paint and I paint over it, it might look okay, But actually, the water damage isn't gone. Like you can do open this surgery and do it. But if he has a degenerate knee, there is no fixing it. So it's a fucking disaster. Like you can't tell me sometimes guys get surgery. It happens in baseball, basketball, and football, right? And they come back and then it's like, well, they weren't, they came back a little too early. It's not quite fully healed. It's, it swells up a little bit. Like we just got to pull back. I would say that's not that crazy. That has happened in the history of our lives back in the nineties when clearly surgeries weren't as good to now when they have all this information. And then there's this, like this doesn't just feel like, well, it's a little sore. No, this feels like this thing is never going to work. Like you have a tire That you keep patching and it keeps blowing out and it's never going to work. The problem is in this case, like you can't just get a new tire and replace it. Like the tire, like his knee's his knee. Like what are you going to do? Get a knee replacement? Like it's, I'm viewing him as in no fault of his own. Like to me, there's a bust level, like Solomon Thomas on the field, he's not good enough. This guy on the field, I'm not saying he was ever going to be Vita Vea or Buckner or that level of player. You got to play to prove that. But he was clearly a legitimate starter. Like, you could start him, right? His body type, his explosion. He can't get on the field because of this knee is that fucked up. And they're clearly being pretty mum about it. But, like, look at all the other players, right, that are clearly, he's got plantar fasciitis. You notice it was foot and ankle. Like He's got some shit going on with this Armstead. Yeah. Bosa has an issue right now. We know exactly what it is. You just hope, like, it goes away. Mosley, torn ACL. Trent Williams, ankle sprain, like everything's concrete. And then there's words, broken hand. Then there's Javon Kinlaw. It's like, wh- cause you know what they, they, and I understand it. They don't want to go, you know, we didn't fail them. Like some other teams did. Obviously they know that, right? They're not dumb. They have friends on other teams. We took a chance and it didn't work out. We've taken a chance on Reuben Foster. He let us down immediately. Maturity. We took a chance on Kinlaw from a medical standpoint, and it's – I wouldn't go quite as far as disaster, but it's been a negative. You could go borderline disaster when you I factor think, in how high you took him.
5: I think you could, and, and when you factor in – and again, I, I think it's – The red unfair. flag was he known. The red flag was known. He wasn't here to replace Buckner. No one was going to replace Buckner, but he was part of that solution. The The reason, if you were going to counter-argument disaster is just, well, they missed at the position where they can most afford to miss because their defensive line coach creates defensive linemen like Frankenstein's I, I, left, I, right, I, and center. I, I am taking out the other
6: variables yeah, and I, just putting him in a vacuum.
5: When you draft a guy 14th, it's one thing if, at the end of George Kittle's career, he's not a Hall of Fame player because he missed too many games. You're like, well, shit. No, you know, it's just the way it is unfortunately but kinlaw came in with that red flag right you wouldn't look back on kittle's career and go yeah you just you guys you guys drafted a hurt player and he got hurt a lot well he plays a style that gets him hurt but he himself did not come into the league with a red flag injury like javon kinlaw did and they with a very important pick took that risk and you know i mean you can say we'd take that risk again i don't know but you this one has not worked out he's played uh uh, 102 snaps this year 102 snaps this year he is going to be um uh fifth year option eligible think about that i mean let's just judge these first round picks on fifth year options McGlinchey, yeah but more backed into a corner and have a choice solomon thomas no and now kinlaw what are you going to do Ayuk, you'll do Ayuk. Ayuk, same year. Ayuk. Now, here's the thing with Kinlaw. B- Bosa? I guess has uh, already got picked up. <laughs> the thing with Kinlaw is he's not going to be that expensive of a fifth-year option relative to what it can be because he's not going to be a pro bowler. He's not going to play the minimum number of snaps probably this year. So it's going to be the cheapest. I saw somebody suggest, I think it was 49erscap.com, suggested it will be like 8 or $9 million. But that's a lot.
6: I mean, that's 8 or $9 million, a lot of money, right? It's
5: just the cheapest of the fifth-year option options.
6: Well, as of October 13th today, it's a hard no, right? Yeah, you can't. If I think you do the same thing. Is it?
5: They Well, they picked up Armstead's option when they came in, right? Yeah. They picked up Armstead's option. To me, it's like the Daniel Jones. Like, hey, man, we will try to keep you healthy year four. We'd love for you to play year four. If you're great, then great. We'll keep you around. But how
6: can you commit yourself to potentially two more years of this well think about this as of they they wouldn't hesitate if they could right now pick up Ayuk's. kyle would send it in the league right now right just like a lot of players in his draft iukes worse i mean you could go to the group of guys there's a ton in that in that first justin jefferson they would have picked it up like his third game of his career the kinlaw thing is just an easy no just based on Under no circumstances can I pay someone $8 million and get zero games potential. And that's what the potential is here. And I think about it all the time. Like, this is why I defended Mike McDaniel. Like, ultimately, the doctors in this sport more than any of them because it's such a violent sport and because, like, there's a wear and tear. I I guess it happens in baseball too. Remember one of the dudes, uh, it was lighter and rocker. Yeah, and the dude the Roger. Mets drafted, they claim claimed like degenerate elbow. We're not signing him, and they refuse to sign him. It happens in football, too. It's just it's before the draft. Like in baseball, sometimes they're like, you don't get the medicals till after. And then it's like, wait, you want me to give you $12 million? I, I got your MRI right here. I say no. In football, you get it immediately because they all have to go to the combine. But not every doctor has the same view. So if you and me are – if you're the coach and I'm the GM – And we're sitting there going over, and I vividly remember Howie and Andy, both years I worked in the office, like a couple weeks before the draft, they would meet with Jeffrey Lurie, and the doctors would come, and Rick Burkholder, who's still his trainer, they'd meet. And they would just go over the combine results of like, we're going to recommend no on this, Mm -hmm. you know, for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. What are you supposed to say, right? Now, I think sometimes, like when they tell you this degenerate knee, and you say, "Well, we love the guy," and they just give you the recommendation. No, clearly, sometimes they get overruled. I'm not talking only we like, love the
5: guy, John. I, it does feel like they were really drafting for specific position. And just looking at that draft, there's not another defensive tackle that gets drafted till 40, right? They took him at 14. Who was at 40? Hank Blacklock. Oh no, Ross Ross
6: Blacklock. Never heard took him. Yeah, want watch more sex football. So I t- like to me when you Career take care- twenty five tackles. So. When you take character, guys, and the Niners had an experience of this year one. The fucking guy got into an altercation at the combine with a nurse, and he was already a walking, talking red flag coming out of Alabama. Right, that was pretty insane. Looking back, the Raiders gave us multiple examples. Lynn Bowden was a huge red flag, and he didn't last till the end of training camp. Damon Arnett was a massive red flag coming out of Ohio State. Both, all of them blew up. And I think most teams would tell you, fuck, we wouldn't have touched this guy. And sometimes it's not, when I say the team, I'm talking like the scout or a college director. It The only guy making the decision is really the owner of the GM and the coach. A lot of times the assistant coach, like, I don't want to mess with this guy. But character stuff, we've seen enough like bad character guys turn their life around. And sometimes bad character guys stay shitheads. So you just... You're dealing with humans. You hope you can influence them. You, you never know. And some characters are a lot worse than others. To me, the the medical stuff is just, it's tough, you know, because I think if you don't take them, let's just say, okay, we're, you know, our doctors, you know, we'll pass them, but we're a little leery and you're like, fuck it. We're not going to take the risk. And then he goes a couple picks later and he becomes a pro bowl, and you're kicking yourself. Yeah. I, I guess that could happen with character guys too. I mean, it does all the time. Right? A character guy. I mean, Tyra Kill's a good example. No one would touch him. Do you think if you do that over again, his career, he lasts till the fifth round? No chance. Well, does he go in the top 20?
5: Yeah. Does he go in the top 10? I mean,
6: <laughs> yeah. I mean, he hit his girlfriend and got kicked out of college on video, you
5: know, right? There was video. Well, I, Joe Mixon's probably a better example. Oh, maybe example. the Mixon is the one, the video I'm
6: thinking Mc, Mixon's a better example because the video, and he was at a, like, ultimately Tyreek was, at, I think, transferred to, like, Alabama State, like, Oklahoma State, kicked him out of school. Like, the Mixon, th- if you could redo the Mixon thing and how it's played out, and he's been clearly a pretty good guy, does he get drafted 50 spots? You know, I think he went into second round. Does he end up going, like, pick 23? Yeah. Or whatever? He's yeah, clearly a really, really good player. Yeah. And the problem, though, is... There is no reduce, you know? Of course, like a year ends, like Danny Watkins is playing air guitar before the game and he doesn't even know the plays. Like, this is a fucking disaster. But you didn't know that at the time when you just You like,
5: did know he was 28 and a firefighter. Well, firefighter. But you just watch, like, you just
6: turn on the Baylor tape and he's making plays. Yeah. And now, also,
5: who's the guy that uh, the Broncos drafted? He was older. From Utah, Garrett Bowles. He was an older and,
6: player. And he was not that good early on. He became a really good player. Yeah. Did he tear his ACL or something the other night? I uh good I, question. I'd be lying if I could answer that question, but I did feel like something happened to him. I, I just it's just what makes the draft I have a red flag. Like I, I do you deserve criticism. AJ Jenkins is a good example. He was widely viewed as like a third or fourth round pick. And then the draft process happened and he runs fast and he gets inflated. Like those picks, I, I'm okay, I'm cool with. Like that's a, you deserve the heat, the injury stuff and the character stuff. I I just think so often they go one of two ways, and a lot of times they go good, and a lot of times they go shitty. You just never know. You're just kind of playing. You're just flipping the coin, and it looks like the Niners flipped the coin on this one, when a lot of people would have just handed the coin to someone else. Over the history of the sport, people have flipped the coin and and it's worked out for them. Because if Javon Kinlaw was just playing 15, 16 games a year, they would 100% be fine with it, right? It would be going well. Clearly, I mean, all their D-linemen are good. They made Arden Key into a player. You know, it's like this guy makes guys into players and he's too talented. Well, that's why they took him, right?
5: Same with Ruben. Like, they didn't take these chances on mediocre talents. They took them on potential talents. Superstar talents. Although the irony with Ruben is he also had a problem staying healthy. (laughs) Like he was a double whammy, right? Ruben Foster was a problem off the field. Well, yeah, he he had had had, he had had questionable shoulders. shoulders. He had bad shoulders. So it was kind of the same deal. Look, the the famous Ron Wolf quote: "You're gonna you're gonna hit on one out of three. You know that's pretty good in the draft." What is not debatable is they have hit on one out of four top fifteen linemen in four straight drafts. And the Reuben Foster one, you go, okay, part of that – this was the – they were new first year. The Javon Kinlaw draft was a different type of red flag, but I just don't – there's no other way around
6: it. I mean, this pick was – Well, the the way they've stayed good, let's face it, it, they have hit so many after-first-round picks and late-first-round picks. If I was just – if you and I were ownership, we would say, well, they – They waste a lot of money for us up top in the first round, but goddamn, they save us a lot of money in the third, fourth, fifth, sixth rounds. You would say that. Because if Hufunga's a really good player for the next couple of years, he's one of the best values in the league, right? He's a $12 million player that we're paying 900 grand.
5: Yeah, you just, as you try to keep your window open and win championships, you need superstars. And those guys, by and large, are high picks. Are high picks. Yeah. Doesn't mean George Kittle's not a great pick. Of course he is. I mean, he's a fantastic pick. But you don't there's no rule that says you you have to miss on a first rounder if you hit on a fifth rounder. <laughs> yeah, You can do both. <laughs> like the universe just insists on keeping itself in balance. Like you're not allowed to do all of those things.
6: But but that's part of the stats, right? If you're gonna hit on 50, if you're gonna have a great draft and hit true. on 60, four of those, if you have 10 picks, four of them are gonna be just ugly. Yeah. And even two of your six hits are actually gonna be like, oh, he's just a good special teamer I, and he's a good
5: guard. I think to me, the real question is. Why have you missed on 3 out of 4 top 15 D linemen? Is there a is there can you not is there a problem in scouting those players? Now, they would say, well, hold on. Kinlaw was not a talent miss. Kinlaw was a re- a knee issue. The offensive lineman McGlinchie over Colton Miller, maybe Kyle just preferred him. Maybe it was like we know that Miller's going to take a year to develop
6: because remember year 1 it didn't
5: look like Colton Miller was going to be better than McClinchy. I think they And we don't want to remember he
6: hurt his ankle. That was the knock. It was like, well, he's injured. Who was Colton Colton hurt his ankle early. And and, and that's
5: maybe it was like, Hey, if he had not gone to Tom Cable, maybe he wouldn't have developed into
6: this guy who knows, but, and then the Solomon Thomas one was, well, I think it's pretty simple of the three guys. You can put them into two different categories. McGlinchey and Solomon Thomas are safe. And as GM Haberman always says, there is no such thing as safe. And it's true. Like there is no such thing as a high floor guy because if it was a high floor guy, no one would ever miss on draft picks, right? You just always take the high floor guys and you just have a really, really good team. You just have like the 2014 Patriots. (laughs) Every guy would just be fucking Logan Mankins on your squad. That's not how it works. And the high ceiling guys miss all the time too. So like the likelihood that a guy might be some pro bowler or just as high floor, be like a seven year starter. Both those guys can miss and you're just whiffing. Right. And that's, if you had to rank them, you would go McGlinchy, Kinlaw. I'd put Solomon last, even though he did play. It's just like he's just not very good. Rank him how? Well, just like of the pick. Oh, how,
5: yeah. I mean, look, McGlinchy's kind of to me, if it wasn't for Colton Miller getting drafted the spot after him with the tails or the heads or whichever it was on the coin, I was it'd there be a little different.
6: You were there. Gruden stormed off. Remember, I don't want to be there. <laughs> Was Rod Woodson the guy that like did the flip or something like that? Rod flipped it, and then John Lynch high fived him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean McGlinchey
5: has been a starter on a on two NFC Championship teams, right? Or did he where, play? In the,
6: well, yeah, he yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, he was. Where would where, you say PFF, had him? No, he did. He did not play at the end of that. Season. He was out. PFF this year has McGlinchey ranked.
5: Forty-fourth among tackles who have played at least fifty percent of their team snaps, and they have Colton Miller eleventh. Yeah, as uh, that's actually pass block grades. If you want overall grades, I think he's Miller is twenty-second, and McGlinchey is twenty-third. Oh, so overall, there you go. So the run block again. That's where I I agree. Some people in the comments have said it's not it's not fair to put McGlinchey in the Kinlaw solomon thomas category i think that's true he is a different like if you told me he's just back at right tackle next year for the 49ers i'd say okay and that might actually be fine depending on what the rest of their offensive line looks like right and it might be when you you factor in all the yeah well the variables like where do you find one right so if he ends up starting at right tackle for them for like nine years you'd go well can you really complain about that pick that would be a fair point you can only draft the players available and if one of them plays nine years that would be fine
6: So he'd be the right tackle version of Derek. Like,
5: wait, Derek just started for 17 years for the Raiders. They made the playoffs two times. How is that possible? The difference is at tackle, there's four other guys on that line, plus a tight end, plus a running back that can help a quarterback.
6: There's just you. I was going to say you get paid to pass block in the NFL, which you do. It's why Trent Williams is so valuable. Kyle would be like, well, we kind of pay for half. Yeah, you're there to just help (laughs) Debo up after six yards. Run the ball.
5: Um. Oh, real quick, by the way, somebody, I got, I've gotten a couple, I got a couple good messages on these, uh, on the melon, on the melon hats, John, melin.com slash ham, 20% off. Um, I just bought another one in blue. But uh, Nick hit me up. He said he's happy because they have sizes that are big enough because he has a big head and they have like larger hat sizes. And then I got another DM from Tyler that said he his hat came with like um the bill was a little bent in a funny spot. And he just DM'd me to say that he had no problem. He's just reached out to melon, M E L I N dot com slash ham. And he said um, they replaced it. They were super easy. They sent him a new hat, no questions asked, no problems. Uh, loves it. So there you go. Just a little bonus uh, melon ad right there.
6: My free hats somehow got lost in transit. I need to order some. I do have yeah. one here, but
5: I, I just I- got this one in Navy. So I'm excited to see that. Alyssa, you know, the other thing you could get, Alyssa got a beanie.
6: What kind is that? The hydro?
5: Yeah. it's the uh, Hydro. Yeah. In the classic size.
6: And if it it's You got a big head too, don't you? I, I think regular. I don't think big. Problem is I've already ordered, so I can't even use, OE we promo code ham? Or is it slash ham? Slash ham. Slash ham. Use a different email. <laughs> I've done it before. <laughs> uh, so. My mom's like, why are you ordering so many cheeseburgers and hats? cheeseburgers you know from uh, butcher box oh <laughs> uh, don't ask me questions
5: just you know sign for the delivery anyway i just want to mention that because i've been getting a few dms the navy blue is a good color yeah that's why i got it get that one you had the no. black one didn't you did you have this one in black yeah i had the fill one uh but the fill one was the different was like a like a rounder Maybe it was Hunter Bishop that had this one in black.
6: He had this one in black. Odyssey mm-hmm. Stacked Hydro. The gray one actually looks pretty good, too. of like a Heather gray, that one. Yeah. Stacked.
5: Stacked. Um, uh, oh. Stand by. John, what is the latest?
6: Devontae's in the clink.
5: You knew that's where I was going. <laughs> Devontae Adams has been charged.
6: <laughs> what, did you see Schefter? He's like... Schefter the next day was like, another angle. It's like, Adam, i leave the guy alone. I mean, he <laughs> didn't... Listen, is it is a regrettable decision? Yes. Is it that big a deal? No. I thought Stephen A had a good line. He's like... You know, sometimes when you get shoved down, you don't sue the other person. You just get back up. <laughs> just get well, up. Has, you might have a little whiplash, John. Would he have shoved Randy Johnson if it had been Randy crossing? Or would you think he stopped me? Randy would have been pretty tall. You see that picture going viral, Randy? No. Well, people are like, did you know that Randy Johnson is a photographer, does NFL games? I think it's here. You know, he goes oh, to Oh, Randy Orlando. Johnson.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
6: I've seen that before that Randy was... It, uh, it might uh, be an old pick from like yeah. a Super Bowl, but people, you know, came back up with Devontae, you know, like, what do you shove this guy? It's Randy. <laughs> <laughs> I got to
5: stop the music. Um, Corey on the stream says, yo, I gave a super chat. <laughs> <laughs> yelling at us. Corey says it's complicated, but you've got to let him go. Speaking of Garoppolo, an outrageous waste of draft capital for a guy who's averaging one TD a game. Niners are near the bottom in scoring. Wasted Lance's rookie contract. Also, Jimmy will want out. It's complicated, but you've got to let him go. So he's saying it's an outrageous waste of draft capital to keep Jimmy around, um, particularly because Jimmy's averaging one touchdown a game. Niners are near the bottom in scoring. You know, and the other part of this is, we remember last year played out. It played out. We watched it and went, okay, you need to be more explosive in 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 the pass game. Um, Even if you have a bunch of success without being explosive in your passing game, that's not a thing you want to be year after year after year. You'd have to view it as a little bit more as of an aberration than a than a formula you can really consistently stick with. But at the same time, let's say they go back to the NFC Championship game. You know, Kyle's not going to be
6: quick to part with that. No, it won't. Let me see the front of your hat. Does it say M or is it blank? Okay, yeah. And that's the classic? This is the Hydro
5: classic size. Yeah. Odyssey. Odyssey Hydro. Yep. Odyssey stacked Hydro. I don't know if Corey got his 20 bucks worth. Middlecuff's ordering as we're doing the show today.
6: But he's ordering with code ham, so... Slash yeah, M- I mean, p- part M- of it is I did... Like last year, I bought three of the Nike TW hats just because I can't – the majority of like the 20 hats I own are trucker hat style. Well, you can't play golf in trucker hats when you're bald. You burn your head. So the Tiger Woods hat just protect my head. So I got a black I got a navy blue and I got a white and then I can rotate them with basically every outfit I have playing golf and I can, my head is protected. Well, if I have those three, then I basically have six hats that cover my head that I can keep on rotation with every outfit. Cause the thing with tiger woods, like not all my golf outfits are Nike and some, I don't like cross pollinating. So if I'm, mm-hmm. you know, if I got like an Adidas shirt with like under armor shorts and then I got a Nike hat, you know, not that I care that much, but you know, I, I like to kind of keep yeah. consistent, stay fresh, <laughs> look good, play good. The, the melon or the melon, melon excuse me. You can rock with, like, I can do the different shirt, different shorts, and it's cool, right? Right. right. Gives you, I, I like having options. Uh, Raiders 1 and 4 headed into their
5: bye week, John. Will uh, Devontae Adams get suspended? Uh, I said that to you before the show, and you said, how can you possibly suspend him for that? I agree with you. I don't think it's anything close to a suspendable offense. However, it is the Raiders, and uh, the league has it out for them, as uh, many people believe. <laughs> I'm not saying that as fact. I'm just saying, if he got, if he was on the Packers, would that change the dynamic? Maybe a little. The video went around today of him putting, knocking a guy down, helping him up, and putting his beanie back on his head. When he was a Packer, that was pretty funny. Um, you know, he leads the league in touchdowns. I did not. Devontae Adams is lead, tied for the league lead with Stephon Diggs with touchdowns. So they're all in on him. The question is, is Josh McDaniels going to be all in on Derek Carr? whose contract dead cap in 2023 is how much a little over $5 million. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. That's our unusual quarterback contract.
6: I would say it's been his career. He's clearly a solid player, but I think the argument has gone back and forth and it, he's, he's as polarizing as Kirk cousins or Dak Prescott. And both those guys have, does Dak have a playoff win? I'm not sure Dak does Kirk. Cousins, does he have a playoff victory? Uh, Yeah, yeah, he does. He beat, he, beat the he beat the Saints. So, like, Derek just does not have a playoff victory. So, he's going on. Do you know what's pretty crazy? Dennis Allen, Tony Sperano, RIP. He was an interim. so even if I don't count him. Dennis Allen, Jack Del Rio, John Gruden, and now Josh McDaniels. Guys that are going to be head coaches, right, for, I mean, Jack, three years, uh, John, several years, and Josh, I mean, unless something crazy happens, at minimum is going to be three or four years. It's pretty rare you get a non-consistent like consistent Pro Bowl top 10 quarterback just lasting coach after coach, right? It, it does feel that if you don't make the playoffs, like how, how long are like the DBs, <laughs> you know, the special teams coverage. Like usually the guy that gets blamed is the coach and the quarterback, and they've been running through some coaches. So it just, I'm not saying they can upgrade. I'm not saying Derek's not good, but it's getting to the point where he's going to start needing to do some shit like that play that he threw against Devante. Like they're going to need a lot more of that. And now they're really going to need it because they're in a hole. Like even when we hopped on, like they're on a bye week this week. So they're going to be a little out of sight, out of mind. And next week they're going to come back and they're playing the Texans. Who I think, for all intents and purposes, are you know one of the, are going to be one of the worst teams in the league record wise, but like if you peek up a lot every week, like if you tell me that's a tie game in the third quarter, it's believable, right? They have been a pretty competitive, feisty fucking squad. Yeah, like, I, I don't just the Raiders. The Raiders have me. a lot of
5: experience in close games, John. Two point, five point loss to the Chargers, six point loss to the Cardinals, two point loss to the Titans, one point
6: loss to the Chiefs. Well, yeah, I mean, no they have no margin for that. Do you agree? Like,
5: yeah. I mean, look. I think they're better than a one in four team.
6: When I say margin for error, though, that you can't just like they can't afford to like split the, their next two games coming up. The bye. they're gonna have to oh. go on a little bit of a winning
5: streak. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like with their style of play. No, no,
6: not no. I other. think their plays fine, but eventually you got to have more points than your opponent you at the <laughs> end of the game.
7: You know.
5: Somebody reminded me, you remember when Corey Hall, remember, what was the guy's name? Gary Anderson? Was that the guy that quit at at um, Oregon State? Yeah.
6: Then he go, quit at Wisconsin, too. He took off. Remember?
5: Yeah. And, uh, or was it Utah State? He quit there, too, maybe.
6: Corey Weird ending Hall. to
5: his career. Remember Corey Hall? Remember that guy took over? He was like a Fresno State Bulldog. And yeah, he was yeah. Like a- yeah. Somebody remind me the other day they're like in his at his first game, they lost. And in the locker room after the game with like the AD standing right there, like part of his deal was like he was campaigning for the job. He was like,
4: I don't care what the scoreboard says. We won today.
5: It's like, no, you lost today. You lost today. You lost today. The scoreboard said you lost. You lost. Now, they do play the Raiders, the Texans, the Saints, the Jacks, the Colts, the Broncos, the Seahawks coming up. Right. Like they do have this thing set up, but there will be no excuse. There will be none of that. They're better than their record if they don't run. I mean, really, John, shouldn't they one, two, three, four, five, six games, Texans, Saints, Jags, Colts, Broncos, Seahawks. I mean, they got to go five and one in this stretch here. Yeah. One and four, that puts them at nine and five. One and four, what am I thinking? That puts them at five and five. If they go five and one. Or six and five, sorry. One, two, three, four, five, six, I can add. Six games, go four and two, that puts you at. Five and six, so that's not good enough. So you got to go five and one in that stretch, But right? to me,
6: four and two, at least you're alive. Like yeah. five and six, you're alive. But Chargers, Rams, Pats, Steelers, Niners, Chiefs. Yeah, this is my point. When you start one and four, you eventually have to go on a four-game winning streak to get above 500. And then even once you do that, okay, then you lose a game, then you're back at 500. And then that next game is fucking huge. They, they are... They're very behind the eight ball. And I, I just don't see how anyone gets blamed. But they're like Devontae getting blamed. Like you said, Already, obviously the shove, he's been a, in the news, but he's on pace for like 17 touchdowns. Devontae, <laughs> you've been in the news. <laughs> what does that even mean anymore? Because like, I don't know anyone that watches the news. We means, don't read newspapers. It just means like, yeah, I saw I, your, some headlines on Twitter and TMZ. Yeah, I like that. It's better than saying like Devontae, you've been trending lately. Negative reasons. Well, it's like, did you see Aikman uh, apologize for like wearing skirts or dresses? Who's he? Because I because when I saw the headline of like Troy Aikman under fire, so I typed it in Twitter. It was seven people, I think, was the number I counted of, of people yeah. freaking out. So, is he apologizing to those seven people? No.
5: So, did you see his quote? He went on like a local radio show and. I think in
6: Dallas, maybe some guys he's on with. Oh, that's where he said it. He didn't it, leave like a I, ESPN uh, statement. Okay. That makes sense.
5: I read his quote. And honestly, when I read his quote, I was like, you know, I I think he probably, I think he kind of felt bad. Like, I, you know, maybe he has a daughter. I don't know. Like, not like bad, bad, but his quote was pretty straight to the point. He's just like, you know, I wish I hadn't said that. Um, It was dumb. It wasn't like some bullshit thing. I think he just was like. Yeah, you know, I can understand. I, 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 I'm trying to say that again. Like, it was just pretty straightforward. Like, I thought I didn't hear it, hearing it's different than saying it. But I think it was like, I don't think that Troy was responding to whoever said they were offended so much as someone's like, you know, Troy, uh, there's, you know, it's, you probably shouldn't say that. And Troy was like, yeah, okay, I can see that. That's It seemed pretty low drama to me when I read his quotes. Okay, it makes I don't sense.
4: Know.
5: That was just... That was When I read his
6: quotes, I thought, you know, I don't think Troy got pressured into it. I think Troy actually feels, but maybe not. I don't know. I I, I think less of it than if he, I, I, I thought, just assume that he released a statement. I didn't know that he just. No, it just,
5: was just a normal interview. Maybe he even told the guys like, hey, give me, let me talk about this. Let me say something. Gotcha. Um, he was minorly in the news. I would say Devante is very in the news. Agreed. Devante's like, how did this happen to me?
6: I know. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> that guy. And I think part of it is like, Raider fans are going to get mad at this, but this guy's resume was pretty spotless, right? With the Green Bay Packers as a person, I mean, he was known for like taking pictures around town, like buying but is people this breakfast. Even a spot on his no, resume? No, I know, but it's like he comes to the Raiders and he fucking a guy's laying on the ground and he's getting charged. I mean, it's just it's. You can say that all you want. He's, he's getting charged. You know, He comes to the Raiders, spotless resume. If anyone's like, God, Roger's a little kooky, but this they got Devontae. He's like really stabilizing the place. Comes to the Raiders six games in. He's getting charged with assault, <laughs> leaving a devastating loss on Monday Night Football. Like that happened. I mean, it just, it, it can't be argued that something about the Raiders, you know, I don't know what it is.
5: I'll tell you. I mean, historically, they're a dysfunctional organization, and Derek hasn't changed that. And Josh McDaniels hasn't changed that. Nobody has been able to change the fact yet that they're a dysfunctional organization, right? And I know that's I, that's. I'm not trying to be. We sometimes we have some fun and get dramatic and whatever, but I mean that that is what the recent history is. Think about how they lost their last coach because the league was going after Dan Snyder, and some emails came out like. Somehow John Gruden got caught in that hole. I mean, think about how they Cod, lost their Cod life. guy,
6: he was the story of the of-
5: I mean they weren't <laughs> they didn't start
6: with him. Somehow they ended up on him.
5: That's why they I lost know. their last match.
6: Because the Redskins were under investigation. Yeah, because Del Rio's team was in trouble. <laughs> it's just crazy. And like I if know. we
5: go through every team, every team has had insane stuff happen. It's just the nature of this. it's just the nature of it. It's Raiders of have it. had more, I think, than a lot of teams. But they've
6: had a lot. Yeah.
5: <laughs> they've just before they have had more than their fair share.
6: An owner who literally everyone hates, they did an investigation, and the thing that came out of it was the Raiders coach was fired on Monday Night Football. Reported halftime by the end of the game, he was resigned. Like that happened. That's, I would say, the Gruden, that moment was an underrated one of the craziest things happened in the NFL history. In like my life of just following I'm like, you know, no one dying or, you know, just what? Huh? And it's over. Just like, just like that. That was nuts. And part of it was like the guy had a hundred million dollar. Con- it was like a historic number. Remember like Mark Davis stepped up to the plate, give him a hundred million dollars. He didn't even have 30 million in the bank. You know? Well,
5: yeah. Part of it is like, if I said to you, somebody has a 10 year contract, they lose their job. Like. Not even three and a half years in, right? It was like he didn't even make day games in the half yeah. his fourth year. So give
6: me the give me all the ways that that could happen.
5: Like, well, Mark's not going to fire him for poor performance. He he likes him too much. He's not going to fire him after three and a half years.
6: What's going to happen? Yeah, like a terrible DUI where someone gets killed. Uh, nothing like that. Like beat his, you know, hit his wife. But I mean,
5: it's not going to be. If I say it's not on field performance, then what would it like? Now you got to start going into some weird scenarios, right?
6: Yes. Falling he out with was, the
5: quarterback who's clearly great. The quarterback says, Get rid of this guy, or I'm, you know, holding out or something. Maybe, I guess. I don't
6: know. Yeah, he thought someone was breaking into his house. Turns out the guy was just turning off his water and he shot him.
5: <laughs> yeah. I mean, just you start. They investigate you, Dan you, Snyder. You, you laugh, him, but I'm just emails. making things no. up. Like, eventually
6: I, something like this could happen to the NFL. Like, hey, uh, Assistant coach drives through Taco Bell naked. You're be like, what? Like, actually, it happened like two years ago. You know, it's yeah. like you can just create these scenarios. And it's like, so Jameis Winston, there's a college football <laughs> player. He gets in
5: trouble in college for a couple of different things. Can you name those things?
6: <laughs> yeah. So it's like, uh, no, the crazy part is a lot of the times, though, it's hard to actually get to what the reason was. And that reason's pretty nuts. Yeah. Right. He was just shooting all these emails. What was he saying? Who's he emailing? He's just on threads with Bruce Allen. So, Wait, like John
5: Gruden actually shoots that many emails? I think the one thing that Mark has going for him in terms of maintaining control of the team, because some people attached to the thing you said the other day when you said if in 10 years somebody else owns the team, uh, you know, should they change the name based on something I've said for a few years that I do think you you would consider it if you're a new owner. Um, but the league's going to be preoccupied with Dan Snyder for a while. The big ESPN article today. Uh, we always like to guess the source guess. Now, this thing had like 30 sources or maybe more. Uh, I think it was 30-plus sources quoted in this story. Um, but which side wanted this Dan Snyder story out more? On, my first reaction was, well, Dan Snyder wants it out. He wants the league to know, you guys can't. Don't try and Robert Sarver this team for me because I've got dirt on all of you, and it's not going to be pretty. But Did then, you like, Did you read it? Uh, well, I mean... <laughs> Like how
6: far down even the I have followed the you? reaction.
5: I've heard some of the bits and pieces, but I did not read the article. Oh, you didn't click on the article, Um, you know, click, but so maybe you, so maybe I'm not the best person to give a perspective on it, but I've seen a good number. I've read a lot of the, like, you know, here's a synopsis of some of the things in it. Yeah. That's what I've focused on. And to me, they seem like things that Dan Snyder, if he's going to war,
6: like burn the boats, no turning back he would want out there that you guys just know, like, well, I think there's an owner's meeting in a couple weeks. So maybe he wanted this out there. It's like, are you guys going to vote me out in two weeks? Is that, is that vote going down? And it was reported today that the vote is not taking place. So maybe it was like, Hey motherfuckers, if you even are thinking about putting this thing on the docket, just know, even if I'm lying, I, I don't have dirt on 31 of you. I got dirt at minimum on five or six of you. And I, I'm not, a, I'm not afraid to sink some of you. You do, you, Raj. Did you read it? Oh yeah, he mentioned Roger. Did you? No, read I, it or... I well, I started skimming. I realized it was going to be too long, and they hit some, you know, some of the hits off the top of the, the NFL is like a mafia. You know, Jerry Jones dumped; he doesn't support him anymore, and, and the he has Dan,
5: Dan Jerry's Dan Jerry was Dan's mentor, and is no longer
6: one of his big supporters. Yeah, and one of the things is he has PIs following all these people. Which at first you'd say that's pretty nuts, and you go, "Who knows?" Like I now think that's it's possible, because if you're him and you are afraid to get booted, you would start taking some pretty crazy measures, especially when you followed his career. He's pretty nuts, right? Also,
5: they've been digging through your emails.
6: I mean, you do, you do some counterintelligence, right? Yeah, that is true. He's been under investigation. I mean, literally by like the America. Then you have to go speak in front of the. Oh, that's right. It was the a federal. Investigation. Now, in fairness, like. Anyone who's clicked on one of those, com- it's not like the committee. I, I don't hold the committee in some fucking high regard when I, if you've watched enough of those, you're like, this is so stupid. These people screaming. Well, he didn't at each even other. show up, I don't think. No, I think he eventually had to. Oh, he did. Remember? I at first, it was first like, it was like to... I'm out of town. It's like, where is he? He's like, you're hanging on your yacht. <laughs> My schedule is unknown. I can't fit you guys in. Yeah. You know, it goes, let's just assume everyone hates him. Cause I, I saw someone quoted today was like, you know, Dan's super paranoid. It's not that overblown. You know, the league is not actually the mafia. Cause one of his things was like, every owner actually hates every other owner. And I think someone was like an unnamed source was like, actually, that's not true. They just all hate Dan. Mm. And I wonder if like the majority of them, some of them deal with them probably much closer than others. Some of them probably just think like, I I don't even want to deal with this. Like I would hate someone that I was in business with, even if I didn't, like we just were profiting together. But we didn't interact that often. But if you started being a pain to my business, I would start turning on you. Yeah, well, he's bad for the brand, for the shield, right? It's always about
5: protect the shield. So you're always answering questions for that purpose. Who knows how many internal emails or whatever there is You as you're dealing with Dan and heat on Dan brings more eyeballs on you as you're trying to be, you know, kind of just we got we got the concussion thing dialed in. Let's let's just. Can everyone can we just stay out of the can the federal government stay out of everybody's we got they're investigating craft. They're, you know, it's just you just don't want to deal with this stuff at all. No, at all. You don't want the emails. You don't want the calls. You don't want the questions and you don't want the attention. You don't want the negative attention on your business. It's a very small business,
6: honestly, with the number pre- of people in charge. Pretty smart move to go. I swear to God, if you guys kick me out, I, I'm prepared to take anyone down that I can. And I, I have dirt. Because if yeah. I was in that situation, I'd be like, well, maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> That's where you go be rabbit if you're Jerry Jones. Wouldn't you agree I know everything we,
5: this guy's about to say against me. Yes, Cheddar
6: Bob did shoot himself in the leg. But here's the problem. And yes, I do live at home with my mom. In 2022, we have seen in the last half decade people get booted in different sports. Yeah, I don't and think you take stuff, that risk.
5: No, and the stuff you're it's not I live at home with my mom. That's not what Dan Snyder has against you.
6: Yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean, I've been cheating on my wife for 60 years. If that's it, like, yeah, but is it something else? already, but yeah.
5: One thing uh, Michael Lombardi said is, you know, there, there is no way he's going to get a new stadium built because no, the other owners are not going to help him. They're not going to support him. And they need a new stadium. Well, I've been there once. It's terrible, yeah. And that was a long time ago. Uh, they play Thursday night. If you're listening to this, you already know what happened. John, bad news. Do you know the Monday night game this week? Chargers-Broncos. That's right. The Broncos will not. They refuse to go away from the national scene. That
6: that game, though, blows this game out of the water. Would you agree? We'll see, but yes. But it's just, Russell's a pretty good drama. Well, that's The the Chargers, it's
5: going to be a three-point game in the fourth quarter. That's a stone-cold block. But, but
6: I think the Broncos, even being shitty, are a good reality to Joe. That
5: is true. That is true. Uh, morning games, uh, ravens, giants doesn't sound good, but giants are four and one. Uh, Bengals saints doesn't sound good, and hey, you guy, you don't need to sell us. We're, we're good. Uh, I'm, not <laughs> I'm not selling you, I'm not selling you, I'm not selling you. P time,
6: uh, huh? I've been holding
5: it for so long. Oh, P time, I had one more thing to tell you, and then you can go pee. Yeah, this is the second time in college football history this Saturday that there are three games featuring two teams that are five and oh or better Tennessee, Alabama top 10 matchup Penn State Michigan top 10 matchup all four of those teams are unbeaten five and oh or better Oklahoma State TCU also both those teams are five and oh and better this is the second time in college football history we've had three of those games on the same
6: day plus you got USC Utah on Saturday okay let's I'm I'm going Harbaugh I'm going upset I'm going hypo in the upset okay Tennessee and I'm going Mike Gundy uh, Oklahoma State's good. I've watched them a couple times. Like they're they're good, bro. Well, TCU really could have lost to Kansas last week. Didn't Kansas' quarterback get knocked out in that game? Jalen
5: Daniels got hurt. Yeah. But the guy that came in, Jason Bean, played really well. Don't what's sleep the, on light pole. Uh what's light pole? Light what's what's pole? What's his coach's name? <laughs> he's got the he's got he's got the waist of a light pole, though. He's in he's in good shape. Um Tennessee is a seven point under uh seven point underdog. Do you know what that game opened at? 14 and a half. I saw Will Anderson said, we're still the standard. Okay. That's okay. a pretty good line. Uh, I think Tennessee's history, as long as I've known Tennessee, John, is to build it up only to watch it crumble. So I'm going to take Alabama this week.
6: Don't sleep on Hypel, bro. I know. I Just, just did for you, fun. Because you did, took Tennessee, I'll take Alabama. Did you read the athletic article? I'll end on this. The athletic article on Josh no. Hypel? I saw it. I did not read it. He transferred into Bob Stoops' program, Stoops' first year. They went 7-5, and five. and Oklahoma had been really shitty, right? Stoops takes yeah. over a bad Oklahoma team in 98-99. Junior college transfer, Josh Heupel, they go 7-5. and five. That off-season workout, you know, the spring, he's looking around the team, like, sh- giving them a plan how we're going to win the national championship. And players on the team are like, Josh, bro, let's just, just try to win, like, nine games, man. What wow. Do you he was dead serious they won the national championship the point wow. of the article was like he's a serious cat like this guy is not he's been like this when when he was a 21 year old jc kid yeah i i, I think he's a pretty fucking good coach man i
5: agree i'm not i'm not denying that I, and i think you can feel like you know um this idea that like uh the league needs the football team or the league needs the raiders like Tennessee is that? Like, here's legend on here says Tennessee wins. I got a DM like 10 minutes ago. Pedro, longtime listener, moved to Knoxville three months ago for grad school. Team's looking great. However, do you think they look good enough to beat Alabama? Like, I think ten when Tennessee is good, it is a huge deal for college football. Like we say that in the NFL, I think it matters less for some of these NFL teams that aren't good right now. But in college, just because you're talking about 105,000 people, right? It's just the environment is incredible. So. I'm rooting for Tennessee. I'll tell you that. I am rooting for Tennessee. Rocky top. (laughs) All right. Later, everybody. Thanks for hanging with us. Have a great weekend.